The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support, anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dreamer and I talk about the big return. That's right, the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin at this year's WrestleMania. What are we going to see? Is it going to be the KO show? A match with Owens? We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Also, we talk to AEW owner and president after a huge revolution weekend, Mr. Tony Khan. Right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Big news coming down yesterday, Tommy, when it comes to the first night of WrestleMania. Kevin Owens made the tease and asked the question to end Monday Night Raw and challenged Stone Cold Steve Austin to appear on the KO show night number one of WrestleMania, Tommy. And that's all well and good because I think, Tommy, we we're expecting somehow, some way, Stone Cold Steve Austin to make an appearance at WrestleMania. But I kept reminding everybody yesterday that Corey Graves said 19 years. 19 years was the last time that Stone Cold Steve Austin had a match. WrestleMania 19 against The Rock, a loss to The Rock. He's made a half a dozen of appearances at WrestleMania since then, not in a match, but just making appearances. Guest special guest referee, enforcer, yada, yada, yada. So I was expecting an appearance. But, Tommy, after hearing Corey Graves twice on Monday Night Raw said, it's been 19 years since we've seen Stone Cold Steve Austin, didn't that sound like you that it was a bit of a tease of him possibly stepping in the ring and having a match? I think this is 100% a match. I watched his promo, which was shot amazingly, loved it. And he talked about 19 years having to sit with that loss to The Rock, taking two rock bottoms, and that was the last match of his career. And then returning to the place where it all started, Dallas, Texas, because as you know, he started at the world-famous, world-class sportatorium and was trained there. Um, So... With all that being said, I mean, if you go back and you analyze that promo, he said, I don't care if it's a talk show, if it's a fight, if it's a wrestling match, you know, you brought something out of me, Kevin Owens. And I, you know, you know, there's a personal history between Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. 
And I think uh, it's going to be a match. And I also think they need to announce that as a match for the first time in 19 years, you're going to see him wrestle, not just make an appearance. Cause as you said, he has made several appearances at WrestleMania and uh, they need it. And when you need it for attendance, cause bottom line, cause stone cold said, so it was asses in seats and they will put asses in seats. Cause you need about 220,000 fans to converge into Dallas, Texas uh, for WrestleMania for two nights. So there you go. Again, uh, Corey Graves twice said 19 years. Three times during that promo, Stone Cold said 19 years. And I agree with you, Tommy. They need to now, whether it's Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, whatever, doesn't really matter to me. They have to announce this as a match at WrestleMania. It can't be, you know, a special appearance by Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show. We've seen it a half a dozen times since his last match at WrestleMania 19, where he makes an appearance and it ends with a Stone Cold stunner. I don't want Kevin o- I don't want the KO show where they get into an argument, hits KO with a stunner and drinks a beer. Uh, listen, if he does it, I'm on my feet going ape shit because it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. But to really fill that stadium night number one, Tommy, I think they, they need to announce this as a match between Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin. If... Um, you had the opportunity to go back in time. And if you realize that was going to be Steve Austin's last match, that match would be even more special. Uh, we have seen WrestleManias where wrestlers retire, you know, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, though that wasn't their last matches. We kind of wish that it was, but they came back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you realize the fact I have not seen Steve Austin wrestle. Yes, I've seen him give a stunner. I've seen him some drink some beer. And with Steve Austin, man, he doesn't need to, to still be wrestling. He doesn't need to get in the ring. And I'm talking financially. I'm sure it's going to be special when you're able to start your career and end your career at the same place. I think that's awesome. And it would put a nice button on it because, I mean, you know, Kevin Owens – uh, uses the stunner. It's a perfect opponent. Kevin Owens will work his ass off to make Steve Austin still look like Steve Austin. Steve Austin will work his ass off to make sure he still looks like Steve Austin. He's got a wrestling ring in his damn house at the Broken Skull. So don't think he won't be training or in shape. He's in great shape. You could ask Bully. Bully was just with him. Yep. Bully said so, he still looked phenomenal when he did Broken Skull sessions. I think... We're going to see a match, and I think WWE needs to announce it. Uh, I mean, you think of by Monday, WrestleMania is a different animal. You got to get flights. You got to get hotels. And people, if you're on the cusp, eh, maybe I'm going to go to WrestleMania. For me, you want to get that out there because I want to see Steve Austin's last ever match. And I really do feel that if it is going to happen, it will be his last match. Because look how long ago it was before his last one. You know, the guy's body was beat up. Rest gives you um, your body some time to heal. It's not going to be the proverbial five-star match, but it will be a Steve Austin ass-whooping match. And that's what it should be. And again, in your hometown, dude, I just went last week to uh, the Barclays Center in 
uh, Brooklyn. And I said, man, I would love to wrestle here my last match. And everyone would say Philadelphia or, you know, Hammerstein. But I was like, my career started in Brooklyn. Like my first match, I was like, man, I would love to work here one last time. And I go, and I said, I like, I have, I fantasy book myself all the time. I can fit myself into every company because that's pro wrestler brain. But I said, if I had that opportunity to have my last match somewhere, I would do it there. And I would never wrestle again, just because it would be a perfect button to the end of my career. Started the same place. It, it ends the same place it started. And I'm wondering now, after what we heard from Stone Cold, if we're now seeing more people buy tickets for WrestleMania. It was both nights were hovering around 50,000. I'm interested to see, Tommy, now with that announcement from last night, are more people going to take the trip to Texas for WrestleMania? Because if you look at WrestleMania right now, both night one and night two, and I went through a couple of the matches, this is really very un WWE current roster, if you really look at WrestleMania. I mean, you have Charlotte Flair and a returning Ronda Rousey. You have Ray and Dominic Mysterio against The Miz and Logan Paul, a celebrity. You have uh, Johnny Knoxville, a celebrity, going up against Sami Zayn. You have Pat McAfee, a celebrity, going up against Austin Theory. You know, you have the returning legend in Edge against AJ Styles. You know, you have Brock Lesnar, the returning legend, against Roman Reigns. And now you have Stone Cold Steve Austin, the ultimate returning legend, coming back for a match against Kevin Owens. I mean... They are really pulling out all stops for WrestleMania this year. Dave, getting 110,000 people into one building is hard for one night. They stretched it, and they're stretching it to two. One night, I think this would have sold out already. Two nights is hard, because then also you're asking fans to lay down money for two nights. So they have to go balls to the wall for this because you know this is from Vince perception is reality will will WWE shut down if both nights don't sell out no they'll still have a hell of a house still have a hell of a gate but then you know you you got to start to look things on the horizon uh Tony Khan just announced his first ever one million dollar pre-sale gate yep um I have said this I actually wrote it down I feel AEW can run a major stadium and draw with a major stadium. And guess what? They kind of have one right next door. So uh, the time will tell. This will be a very, very interesting, interesting WrestleMania business-wise. Uh, yes, it's going to be a good card. But if, if you're looking at it like, oof, I didn't sell out two nights. Maybe we go to one night. Maybe we don't go to these big-ass arenas for two, you know, big-ass stadiums for two play nights. It's hard. Because, I mean, you also think about Everything else that's going around that weekend, you know, it, it became like WrestleMania became so big, but it doesn't want to be so big that it just implodes. Well, and, and, and Tommy, we're coming out of a pandemic and, you know, and, yeah. and right now a bit of a recession too financially. A lot of people are still recovering from the pandemic and, you know, it's very, very hard to commit to flights and hotels and tickets for WrestleMania right now. And it's one thing to do 
you know, one night at a stadium, which has been the norm for decades and decades. And I thought they went to the two nights because of the pandemic situation, but here they are. And now they're doing it in the largest stadium that there is in Jerry's world in Texas. So, I mean, this is a big, big undertaking, but we're going to find out and we're going to find out over the next few weeks about Stone Cold being that huge box office draw because with both nights hovering around 50,000, we're going to see if you're going to get an extra 10, 20, 30,000 for Stone Cold Steve Austin. I would love to see him have one more match. And it's always, always right story and quality opponent. And Kevin Owens is that quality opponent. Yeah, And you know who Stone Cold is? Like in music, he would be the Doors or Hendrix. And in, in the sports world, he would be like a Bo Jackson. If you go back and look at Stone Cold's career, like I, I mentioned the Doors and Hendrix. They're, you know, Jimi Hendrix, you know, possibly the greatest guitarist of all time. But his career was so short. You know, the Doors, you know, a huge band at the time. But their career was so short because of the passing of Jim Morrison. Bo Jackson, you know, by far at the time, the greatest athlete and, you know, the best running back in the NFL. But his career was so short. You look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, Tommy. Even though he accomplished so much, his career was very, very short. Look at, look at, we're talking about his career ended 19 years ago. And yeah, now we have the opportunity. Imagine being able to see Hendricks on stage one more time or be able to see Bo Jackson run the football one more time. We're going to be able to see Stone Cold Steve Austin one more time in the ring. And that's why this is important, Tommy, because I'm asking the question. We're going to go to the phone calls right after this next break. But that's why it's so important that they announce this as a match. Because it, because if it's just going to be the KO show and he's making an appearance on a KO show, I don't know if that's enough for me to want to buy a ticket. But if you say uh-uh. to me, now, if you say to me, Tommy, you know, Stone Cold's final match one more time, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm buying a ticket. I'm buying a plane ticket. I'm, I'm flying out to Texas. I'm going to be in attendance. Dave, just think of this. The last time Steve Austin wrestled, you were 30. 30 years old. And now you're 50. Think of how much your life has changed from then and now. And think if you could go back in time for one day of your life and think about what you get to see one more last time. My daughter's 18 years old. My daughter wasn't even born when Stone Cold had his last match. You didn't like, even I mean, get up in the middle of the night to pee the last time Steve Austin wrestled. No, I would be able to sleep the whole night without whole having night. to get up the whole night. You know, sans pee. I could sc- I could put rest my head on the pillow and not have to worry about taking a uh, taking a whiz until I woke up the next morning. Me and Bully were both in the WWE and Mark Henry working a shitload of days a year when that happened. I had no gray hair on my head. There's a lot more salt than pepper on my head. I didn't have one gray hair the last time that Stone Cold Steve Austin was in the ring. I was on my first marriage the last time Stone Cold Steve. I'm on my marriage number three. But what I'm saying is not only for us, but for wrestling fans, think about that. And you think about those iconic moments that that man gave us. They're, they will flash through your head in a heartbeat. But then you think about it. Wow, 19 years has gone by. And that's why I'm laying my money 
to see him wrestle one more time. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser. My hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Probably the biggest show, I think, in the history of AEW is what we saw this past Sunday at AEW Revolution sold out. Orlando, Florida, Tommy, and what a great show. And to talk about it and to talk about what's going to happen on Dynamite tonight, let's bring in AEW owner and president, Mr. Tony Khan. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Dave. Good morning. And thank you for that very uh, nice introduction. I really appreciate it. 
Well, I mean, it's true. And I can't talk enough about what we saw on Sunday at Revolution. A top to bottom, phenomenal call. I mean, even the pre-show, uh, the matches were absolutely phenomenal. So uh, you got to feel happy. You got to feel proud of what took place this past Sunday. Absolutely. It was a great show. I thought Revolution was one of our best pay-per-views. The crowd was great, and I'm really thrilled with the response, and I think it sets up for a really exciting Dynamite tonight on TBS. Uh, Should be a great show. Tony, um, I'll tell you what I did. I left an impact taping, and I was like, I'm going to watch Revolution because I got to talk about it. And that changed within about three minutes because I watched it just like a straight up fan. And next thing I know, it's super duper late at night and what a pay-per-view. And I get to do a lot of, I guess, market research because I hosted the show after and every single person was calling that was there, had a good time. And they were just blown away with what they got to see which then adds to excitement than what we're going to see tonight on dynamite. But res- I mean, CM Punk trending for two days afterwards, revolution trending uh, as a wrestling fan. And just, you know, we even had a, a caller call today and say, man, and I, and I've, I haven't heard this ex- except for like Canada, but now it's happening more and more where fans are going to movie theaters to watch the show, to be around other wrestling fans. So it's, it, I know it's got to make you feel really, really good to hear all that positive feedback. Yeah, absolutely it does. Uh, and I'm really glad fans have enjoyed going to the movie theaters and seeing the shows there. That's been really successful for us. And this show was a huge success for us. Um, it's going to be one of the most successful pay-per-views we've ever done, definitely. And we're locking it in now. I can say for sure, uh, every pay-per-view we've ever done, we've continued to build year over year. You know, this revolution was our third uh third time doing revolution and it's the biggest one yet and each time it's gotten bigger and i can say the same for each franchise pay-per-view uh double or nothing has grown each time all out grew each time and full gear uh so we continue to grow year over year it's it's awesome and really exciting and uh in addition to having one of the best pay-per-views i think we've ever done now we're setting up uh and we're on a great run of TV since we moved to TBS for Dynamite. And a lot of exciting stuff coming out of this pay-per-view to follow up on tonight on TBS. Uh, it should be a really, really fun show tonight. And, you know, starting a new era after this pay-per-view. And a lot of, I think, really exciting things to come on Dynamite. Well, I mean, and, and we're going to get into more about Revolution, but you just mentioned Dynamite tonight, again, live on TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, Dynamite. And you, you mentioned, like, a new era coming out of the pay-per-view, but there are some things that are going to linger after the pay-per-view, one of them being the championship match between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker. And, you know, shenanigans again, you know, from the, from the Dr. Britt Baker camp. And we're going to get an AEW World Championship Eliminator match between uh, legit Layla Hirsch and Thunder Rosa, which I'm sure is going to be a big match tonight on Dynamite. Yeah, it's a great match. Uh, Thunder Rosa has built such an impressive win-loss record. I think she's still one of the top contenders. And legit Layla Hirsch has been on a roll in the past several months. So uh, it should be an excellent match. And the winner will get a title shot next week 
at the St. Patrick's Day Slam on Wednesday in San Antonio. Uh, so huge stakes and really Thunder Rosa getting another chance at redemption here. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited about that coming out of the pay-per-view. Uh, and uh, it sets up for a big match next week at the St. Patrick's Day Slam. Uh, also, we saw at Revolution, Tony, uh, Shane Strickland now, a new member of, of AEW, and that was a big signing, I know, for you. The crowd loved seeing uh, Swerve out there in Orlando, and I'm sure we're going to be seeing him soon on Dynamite. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be hearing from Swerve, and uh, we can look forward to seeing him soon on Dynamite and Rampage. Uh, he's a great signing for us, and uh, I was thrilled that he was available as a free agent. I thought he was one of the real talents in pro wrestling and uh, very fortunate that we were able to sign him. Uh, if you look at Revolution, what I loved, again, top to bottom, every match to steal Gorilla Monsoon, every match was a main event and delivered. Um, where you go from here and where you go from here, like Chris Jericho walking away from Eddie Kingston. And I was like, whoa, I have to tune in on Wednesday to see where this goes. Or CM Punk. Well, let's, stay, let's, let's stay with that for okay. a second. Uh, no. So let's uh, – uh, speaking of that, uh, and there's so many matches on the card, we could talk about them all at length, but I'm excited for that tonight. Uh, you mentioned Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. Uh, tonight, Chris Jericho is going to address Eddie Kingston, and I'm very excited to hear what Chris Jericho has to say for himself and about that great match at the pay-per-view. I thought that um, on a night of great wrestling matches, one match that stood at the top was the very first match of the show, uh, the opening pay-per-view match, Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. It was tremendous, and it really left me wanting to see more. And exactly like you just said, Tommy, uh, when Jericho walked away, refused to shake Eddie Kingston's hand, uh, you know, I have to see what's next. It's really exciting. I think tonight for all the fans, uh, it's something people are really anticipating. As well as Eddie Kingston's eye, man. I saw the picture on his Instagram. Uh, he put a little video. His face was pretty damn messed up. He looked like he was a loser, but he was the winner. But uh, the dynamic between him and Jericho is must-see TV uh, when these two guys are given the microphone and then their physicality in the ring uh, answered that as well. Absolutely. Uh, it did, and I thought it was for both of them in AEW, one of their best matches. And they both had so many great matches in AEW, Jericho and Kingston. Uh, I think they're two of the great wrestlers that are really associated with the AEW brand now. And it was a perfect match to start a great show. Yep. And you talk about uh, a perfect match or a near-perfect match, uh, what we saw with Moxley and Brian Danielson. Uh, on Sunday, and then the surprise of uh, William Regal. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of ramifications from that match, and William Regal on on Sunday at Revolution. Yes, it was tremendous to see Lord Regal uh, on Sunday at Revolution. Uh, it was an amazing way for him to make his debut in AEW after an awesome match, and I think one thing that the fans felt was they were really – in my opinion, excited to see this match. And it was one of the big matches people were stoked about on the Revolution pay-per-view. 
But I also think they really intrigued people by planting the seed of a potential Moxley and Danielson team. And it's that much more of an interesting idea with Regal involved in it. And I can make a big announcement here on Busted Open uh, about tonight's Dynamite. And that announcement is tonight for the first time, you will see John Moxley team up with Brian Danielson. They'll make their debut as a team and with Regal in their corner. Whoa. Okay. So that that's tonight on Dynamite. For the first time, you'll see uh, Moxley and Danielson together along with Lord Regal. And uh, I'm very excited to have William Regal in AEW. And I think it's, it's going to be great. Uh, he's going to be tremendous, I think, as a mentor. And really uh, one of the things out of the pay-per-view, I think, the fans were really excited about was to see what would happen next with Moxley and Danielson. So here we are. They're officially going to team up tonight. And I'll have more announcements about that and just the whole card tonight in general. I'll be uh, posting more, of course, you know, for the company, for all of us. It's been a crazy week um, with Dynamite, Rampage, the Fan Fest, and the pay-per-view all happening just in the last several days. And everybody's made their way down to Fort Myers. Uh, that's where we're at tonight. We've, we've been all over Florida in the past seven days. So uh, should be a great show tonight for anybody in the Fort Myers, Naples area. Uh, we're going to have a great time and a lot of exciting milestones tonight on Dynamite. Well, like you just said, and thank you for the breaking news tonight on Dynamite TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern time, you're going to see uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson team up together and William Regal will be in their corner. That's amazing breaking news from Tony Khan just moments ago. But uh, another reason to watch Dynamite tonight on TBS. And, you know, Tommy and I especially, because Tommy and I share the same brain, Tony. And, we're, you know, we're definitely brothers from another mother. And I think it's because of our wrestling fandom more than anything else. And as you know, Tony, uh, wrestling is built on moments and it's built on emotion. And I, I was able to ask you the question during the media scrum after Revolution about CM Punk and seeing CM Punk uh, get emotional and emotional for so many reasons, falling back in love with pro wrestling, having the perfect marriage with AEW and then you purchasing Ring of Honor and knowing that his matches that he had with Ring of Honor are now in good hands because they belong to you. Uh, I know for you, as a fan, first and foremost, that was a pretty emotional moment uh, during that media scrum on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, the the whole show it was it was an emotional night and uh, an emotional moment, and the whole the whole evening and and everything happening right now. I'm just very overwhelmed by the support of the wrestling fans and. Uh, how well things are going. You know, it's a dream come true to be able to, to have Revolution looking back at where we started with such a great show. Like, the first Revolution was an awesome, awesome event. And I'll always, always remember that show we did in Chicago on February 29th, 2020, as one of the best AEW events. And I always think it's going to be tough to live up to the standard of the original Revolution. And I really felt like we did it this time. And, and, somehow even maybe did a better show. 
and being able to sit there and uh, celebrate it, you know, and uh, it, it meant a lot. And the whole show, top to bottom, was was tremendous all the way to the main event, Hangman Page and Adam Cole. Yep. And it meant a lot to go into the scrum next to the champion, Hangman Page. And after he'd been through such an amazing match, uh, and to hear him be able to field the questions uh, after what I thought was his biggest win yet as the champion. Tony, uh, I'm not in that locker room, but I really do get the sense of a team plus the top that mentality, but in a good way, because after all that wrestling, that main event went in there and those two guys crushed it. And the beauty of how, you know, what a great wrestling show that was put on because when he hit that buckshot, the place erupted and everybody counted three. And it was like a celebration of like, God, I just witnessed this great show. And Hangman Page has been uh, proven that cowboy shit is over. Yeah. And he then goes out there and works his ass off for the people. I, I'm, I've become his biggest fan just because of he topped. He was the main event of that show and he was the main event for a reason. Yeah, well, I, uh, I totally agree with that. And I think uh, for me, it was one of the emotional moments of the show to hear the response to that main event, the response to Hangman versus Adam Cole. And what a match. It, it was just tremendous. Uh, and on a night of great matches, they delivered an incredible main event. Uh, and I felt really strongly that match should be the main event. It had to be the main event. And the card order was really challenging this week. There were a lot of people uh, that made requests and I couldn't necessarily accommodate them all about where people wanted to go on the card. But in the end, I thought it was one of the best uh, shows we've ever done. And in the end, that comes down to the fans above all else. Uh, they were great supporting the show in person and also all the way up to the event. The, the pay-per-view buys were awesome. And the live fans were great, but but really all the road to revolution, the support was awesome. And uh, just, you know, again, top to bottom, uh, as good a night as we've ever had. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, my wrestler brain and you have your Tony brain. Yeah, that's a big announcement with, I mean, Regal's career here in the States started on TBS. And I'm trying to think the last time he was on the network. I mean, that, that's some big news uh, that you dropped here. I want to say like either 1998 or 99 was the last time he was probably there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it had to be the late nineties uh, because yeah. I know uh, that he debuted in late 98, I believe uh, for the WWF. So I, I think it would be in the late nineties would be the last time he appeared on TBS. Uh like you said, I mean, his career is so closely associated with TBS and TNT, our home channels, and it, it feels like a great fit. He's worked with so many of the wrestlers here in AEW in the past, and then we have a, a great group of young wrestlers who could really benefit from his mentorship. So uh, I think it's going to be a really, really tremendous pair, AEW and Lord Regal, just like I think it's going to be a tremendous pair with John Moxley and Brian Danielson, uh, and I'm thrilled they're going to be making their debut tonight. And again, a uh, lot more to announce on the show 
in the coming hours as we lead up to the show and and what people already know i think there's some really exciting things on the show i'm very excited about uh you know it's been 364 days unbeaten for scorpio sky uh he's picked up some big wins along the way including uh over the inner circle they've beaten jericho a few times uh and beaten uh some big acts including uh, darby allen and uh, dark order and you know, really, Scorpio Sky is very well rested going into this match compared to Sammy Guevara, who has been on a furious pace defending the title every week and wrestling in the Tornado Trios match at the pay per view. So we've seen Sammy go through a lot in recent weeks. Uh, and Scorpio Sky, of course, uh, is somebody I had offered a spot in the face of the Revolution Ladder match, and he had gone so long on this, this streak. Uh, and I, I did see the case he was making, uh, that, that he really deserved a shot at the title. What put me over the top was Dan Lambert, uh, said if I would give sky this match on the first dynamite after the pay-per-view, he would bring Paige Van Zant to the show and she was going to sign with AEW. So as I understand it from Dan, that's what, what's going to happen tonight. Uh, Paige Van Zant will be at the show joining AEW. And in return, Scorpio Sky is getting this title shot, and really he's earned it. Uh, the placement of it for him to step in line ahead of Wardlow, who won that awesome ladder match and has been on such a roll himself recently, uh, you know, that, that's where Dan Lambert proved to be a good negotiator and a good manager. Um, so should be a great match tonight. I'm really looking forward to it. Sammy Guevara versus Scorpio Sky. Yeah, Tony, be careful, though. I mean, you are dealing with Dan Lambert here. So, you know, just be, just be a little careful with this whole situation. Well, that being said, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think uh, Paige Van Zant's one of the really exciting names in MMA, and we've gotten great buzz every time she's appeared on Dynamite or Rampage with AEW. So I definitely think you can uh, look forward to that title match tonight, and Sky and Guevara are – two top wrestlers here to begin with, but when you add the intrigue of the title versus the streak, the TNT championship versus the 364 day unbeaten streak of Scorpio sky. And I think uh, it makes for a really exciting night. Uh, You mentioned Wardlow. I mean, that arena erupted when Wardlow won that match and it was a really cool moment. Uh, Just everybody on their feet and then Wardlow getting involved in the MJF uh, Punk dog collar match, I'm, I, I, first of all, congratulations to Wardlow. But, but what a beautiful story that was told with that dog collar match on Sunday. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, that was an amazing, amazing match, and I think it's been coming for a long time. MJF and CM Punk have been really a huge part of the strong start to 2022 for AEW Dynamite. Uh, Their rivalry has produced so many great ratings and so much interest for the company. And I was so excited for the dog collar match. And I think I felt the same as the fans. I just was really anticipating the match and excited to watch it. And it really delivered, uh, you know, it really hit my expectations and uh, 
I'm just so glad that uh, the fans felt the same way. It seemed like there was an overwhelmingly positive reaction to that match. And the the whole pay-per-view, I think, had an overwhelmingly positive reaction. But in particular, CM Punk versus MJF, I think, was a classic match and uh, definitely a big payoff to a great rivalry in pro wrestling. And the throwback going into it with Piper and Valentine was just... I love all that stuff. And, you know, the wrestling fans really, really gravitate towards that. And I looked at something where I was just like, this is so special because I watched um, Jungle Boy have this amazing performance. And a lot of people were calling in and talking about Jungle Boy in this amazing, you know, tag team uh, match. And I'm looking then at Sting and I'm like, Sting started as a tag team wrestler and then just broke free. And I'm like, and wait, Sting is frigging still on this card. And and you have done an amazing job of like with Sammy Guevara, who's he attached to at first Jericho Darby Allen sting. Christian is now helping uh, jungle boy and Luchasaurus. You've done an amazing job of helping talent with veteran leadership. And it's just, it's working. But like, I, li- I always step back and I watch these moments and I'm like, God, what, what is the future hold for, for AEW and you just look at it as like the future is so friggin' bright. Well, I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, there's so much to look forward to. And tonight I think is a, a great time for a wrestling fan to jump in coming out of the pay-per-view. Uh, you know, you, I can promise people there's going to be some really exciting things on the show tonight. Uh, there's a lot we haven't announced. There's a lot we just won't announce going into the show. And you're just going to have to, watch dynamite on TBS tonight to see what's what's coming, but uh, it's going to be a really exciting show. And uh, I think the buzz around AEW coming out of revolution is exactly what we would have wanted. And just really, really um, feeling great about this past week, about the pay-per-view and also about the week ahead, um, you know, with a fresh start now on dynamite and rampage and uh, some new rivalries that will pick up and resolving some things uh, that came out of Revolution. Well, and then now, uh, starting tonight, AEW Dynamite tonight on TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tony, we're on the road to Double or Nothing in Vegas in May, and congratulations, uh, first million-dollar gate uh, for what we're going to see in May at Double or Nothing. So, you know... You get past one great pay-per-view, now you got to get ready for another in May in Vegas for Double or Nothing. Well, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, It's going to be a great crowd, as we know, there in person. But, again, we should have a great audience on pay-per-view. And uh, each Double or Nothing has been bigger than the last. And I think there's a good chance this will be our biggest Double or Nothing yet. It'll be where it all began in Las Vegas. And like you said, it'll be a, a huge, huge gate for us. And um, it's just going to be a huge show. We know that we'll have the Owen Hart Tournament Finals. The men's and women's cup winners will be awarded there. And a lot more in store for the fans. Uh, I've got some more big surprises up my sleeve as we move towards Double or Nothing. And uh, tonight should be uh, another awesome dynamite. And now... Uh, we start on the road to double or nothing. It's going to be a long road, a lot of exciting stuff between now and then. Uh, but tonight's where it all begins. 
And then it's it's crazy to think, Tony, three years. You know, once we get to Double or Nothing in May, really three years that that first big show, that historic show, you know, in 2019 with, with AEW. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing what's been accomplished in such a short time. I totally agree. Uh, it's, it's amazing to me to think it'll be three years. And again, it'll be the fourth edition of Double or Nothing, which is amazing. And every Double or Nothing, I believe, has been a great show. And I, I think we can make it this our best one yet. And, you know, Revolution, I think we're held to a high standard. The, again, the original Revolution is one of the best shows we ever did. So anytime we go out there and do a Revolution, it's going to be tough to top that. And I really thought, you know, we maybe did it this week. I think we, I think we did. So uh, with Double or Nothing, the same thing. Each year the show has set such a high standard. Really, all three Double or Nothing shows, I just love them. Uh, I think we have absolutely crushed it each year. So uh, it'll it'll be a lot of pressure to live up to that, but I think we can do it. And uh, it all starts tonight. Uh, Tony, as always, thank you so much for the time. Congratulations on everything that took place on Sunday at Revolution. And, of course, like you said, we're on the road to Double or Nothing in Vegas in May, and it begins tonight, AEW Dynamite tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on TBS. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.